We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Speed Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division that we're system point two. Called the one, the Neo, the novice, the noose. Or a trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant and gay. Spoilers, people. Black Lives Matter. The other one's Snow. Don't give us your shit about Blue Lives Matter or All Lives Matter. It's not. It, no. Just no. My name is Bill. I'm Noel. And we were all getting ready for Pride until the world started burning. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the world was sort of on fire before, and it's worse now. Yeah. Um, so we are we're pivoting because while Stonewall was a riot, we're yep. all in the riot state now. And we're just going to go through and talk about that. I'm just going to skip the business. If you don't know the business by now, we're just trying to go through and get things done. Everything's going to be on our show notes. Go check it out there. That's all I'm going to say right now. Um, that's easy. But I will just say, if you want to talk about this or anything else during Pride or the protest, you can email us at write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. There's also a contact form now on our contact page at xchromosomepodcast.com if you don't want to go through and go into your email and send it to us. So you have options now, people. So, uh, all right. World burning. Not just the United States, but Australia too. And in other countries. Yeah. Everybody has decided that the systemic racism shit needs to stop. Yep. Let's start it off on a lighter note with um, national anthems and our hero, LeBron James. See, I'm super <laughs> far behind um, with everything because I've, Shit's gone sideways at work in a different way, and I had extra shifts over the week end, and I slept for pretty much two days straight on arriving home. It's been work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep. Yeah, because yesterday we were going to do the podcast, and um, Noel just was conked out. I, was like, I collapsed what? at 5 o'clock and woke up at 5 o'clock. Yep. So that's, that's why we're trying to get everything pushed out today, because everything is collapsing, and everything is burning, and going from there but let's talk about drew Brees and um the fact that everybody currently hates him including high-powered people in sports um drew Brees whole decided foot. whole no. foot and shit whole foot and shit like yes um drew Brees decided that this is the opportune time to talk about the fact that he doesn't like people kneeling for the anthem protest yeah this is the time right now when that didn't work, and now we have to, you know, march in the streets during a plague and risk our health. Those of us who have the power to go down there, if you don't, that's okay. There's other ways to help. Don't stress. Find a, find something that fits your skill set. My household, because we're worried about COVID, what we're doing is we're putting banners on the house that are showing our solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, that's a way us, to help. Donating to us, your local bail fund. Uh, going through in... Uh, shopping at black-owned establishments and restaurants. Um, multiple ways that you go through and help. Um, so even just 
putting your voice out there saying that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Because silence is compliance. I've learned a lot past week. God, is it a week? Uh, yep. Since this shit started. Um, frogs. I'm, I'm putting my money on frogs next. But, you know, over the past week, I've learned a lot about, you know, logistics and supply lines and a whole lot of military type stuff that goes into supporting protests. If you're if you're scared of, you know, crowds or you're immunocompromised, uh, find out who's running supplies, who's buying water. Find your street medic collective. Donate money to them so they can get water and bandages and tampons and um, old-fashioned pads, not with wings. The ones that are like six six inches thick and are gross and uncomfortable. Those are great pressure bandages. Um, we know the cops are doing violent, horrible things that require um, triage medics. Um, water, sunscreen, you know, there's a lot you can do. If all you can do is money and yell at people online, that's fine. Yell at other white people who are being disgusting. Write sternly worded letters. So don't, I've seen a lot of posts and we've shared a couple of them about how this isn't, you know, revolution isn't a one lane highway. It's uh, armies need supply lines. Armies need resources. Armies need intel. Um, form formal. I'm hooked into a local group who watches an assortment of news feeds of live streams down at the protests, and they're also listening to police scanners, um, and they're getting information to people who are on the ground. We're hoping to expand to actually have agents out there um, working as security for medical for uh, street med uh, treatment sites because and it's needed now. Cops yeah, are invading tents. Cops are shooting fucking doctors. Just and they're dumping out supplies. So you need to, you know, you need to all. Everybody needs to work together to protect our resources so that we can protest until this is done. We won't quit. And if if we mobilize and organize ourselves as well as the police already are, they won't be able to stop us. And logistics and behind the scenes stuff is a great place for white people to be if you cannot stand in front of black bodies at a protest which is the only other appropriate place for us to be um either in support or between black protesters and the cops um because this is a them thing the least we can do is bear the brunt of the violence so they don't have to be brutalized yet again but anyway Drew um, Brees is an asshole yeah, Drew, Drew Brees, when, when he put his foot in the shit, um, immediately got attacked by uh, NFL quarterbacks Richard Sherman and Michael Thomas. And then LeBron James ripped him a new one. Wait, is that my Michael Thomas? Is that can't guard Mike? <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry, not Michael. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, was a, a different Michael Thomas. Um, different Michael Thomas? Yeah. This is Jam I'm sorry, Jamal Adams and Richard Sherman. Michael Thomas um, came in later. He's with the uh, Philadelphia. The one that I'm talking about is with the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, um, yeah, but was he at Ohio State? Oh, I don't know if that was that Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, Jet Safety Jamal Adams fucking said a word. That's amazing. Um, and all of it's true. Uh, Carson Wentz has spoke out. Uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson expressed their outrage uh these are prominent players drew Brees is drew Brees. he's apparently 
a discount Tom Brady, which is gross all on its own, because we all know how gross Tom Brady is. Oh, yeah, and it is your Michael Thomas, so. Yeah! <laughs> um, but, yeah, LeBron's comment was, wow, man, black face palm emoji. Is it is it still surprising at this point? Sure isn't. You literally still don't understand why Cap was kneeling on one knee. This has absolutely nothing to do with the disrespect of the uh, flag emoji and our soldiers, men and women, who keep our land free. My father-in-law was one of those men who fought well for this country. I asked him a question about it and thank him for all the time and his commitment. He never found Cap's peaceful protests offensive because he and I both know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. God bless you. That's not good. I mean, that's that's a very Ohio God bless you. And it's not friendly. Yep. Um, that is that is the most polite way that anyone has ever told somebody to cordially and with his deepest regards to go fuck himself. Oh, Drew. Drew Drew stepped in shit. And that's not great. Because it, in the on the other hand of Darlings of Louisiana speaking on the issue. Former Ohio great and winning LSU Tiger quarterback. You're going to edit out this because I feel dumb that I don't remember his name. Joe Burrow. Thank you. Ohio native, former Buckeye, national title winning LSU Tiger. Joe Burrow said, this is a problem and we need to fix it. Um, I can pull up his exact statement. As soon as I find it in my feed. Um, also, in May, and we missed it, um, on May 13th, it was 35 years since the Philadelphia police dropped a bomb on a West Philly neighborhood, specifically on the house of a black liberation group called MOVE, killing 11 members and five children, destroying, including five children, destroying 61 homes and leaving 250 people homeless. Despite this event being the only account second to Tulsa of an aerial bombing of U.S. citizens on U.S. soil, no one was ever prosecuted. Because, fuck the police. Uh, Joe Burrow's statement. The black community needs our help. They have been unheard for far too long. Open your ears. Listen and speak. This isn't politics. This is human rights. Yeah. The anti-Drew Brees. The anti-Tom Brady. I want to bring up a, a baseball player in this, this same sense because he just finished his rookie campaign. Um, is now has has the record for most home runs by a rookie, Pete Alonso mm-hmm. of the New York Mets. Um, during this time, he's been speaking out against anybody that is doing the alls all lives matter bullshit. Um, he. Anytime anybody tries to throw an All Lives Matter at him, he goes through and he's basically been trolling them. Um, Alonzo first spoke about the death of Floyd on Sunday when he wrote on Instagram that, I have a voice and I will not remain silent. My heart has been broken over the murder of George Floyd. I will never know what it feels like to be discriminated against because of the color of my skin. To anyone who faces this type of discrimination, I will fight for you and be an ally. I will always stand with you. There needs to be justice and change made for the better of humanity. Let words be our sword and unity be our armor. Take care of each other. Now, this is like a young dude, a young white dude that 
could have that could be easily judged. He he hasn't gone. He hasn't stepped into his I can make multi billion million dollar contracts stage yet. He's still on the low end of the pay scale when it comes down to Major League Baseball, which is uh, something completely different as it is. But when he wrote this, he wasn't taking anybody's shit when they tried to did the All Lives Matter bullshit. Um, as a Mets fan, um, thank you, Pete. You're doing the job for New York and just just for being an ally. So thank you for speaking out. Okay, on the subject of people who might not have jobs, uh, John Boyega said a word, and it is a sermon worthy of the civil rights movement. Uh, Go fucking listen to it. I'm not going to go into it. Just go find it. It's amazing. And if you look at his hands, he ain't here to play. He is going to hurt you um, if he has to. He is not going to gently ask Nazi punks, punks to fuck off. He's going to beat him up. And I don't yeah. blame him. John His... Boyega was like, boom. Damn. Yes. Star Wars franchise does not deserve him. Whiny Star Wars fans absolutely don't deserve him. He is a better fucking be- member of the Rebellion right now than all those fucking X-Wing cosplayers. Well, I can't say all, but a lot of them. Well, yeah, because we don't know what all of them are doing, but yeah, so. <laughs> um, yeah, but in terms of people actually living their love of Star living the understanding of Star Wars and all of that, he's doing it. Which, I mean, props to him. Everybody should hire him because he's amazing. Part of it reminded me of Orlando Jones all season two of American Gods. Just the passion in the delivery. That this is from a deep well of generational suffering, which shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't. Mark Hamill responded with on Twitter, "Never been more proud of you, John Hart, Dad." Yeah, everybody's Uncle Mark thinks it's great. Oh, Levar, Levar Burton also did not come to mess around. <laughs> Sweet, gentle Levar Burton of our childhood would just fuck the police. No, it wasn't actually fuck the police, but it was. No, <laughs> he's not putting up with it. He's done. He's very tired because he is older and he is super ready to be done with all of this racist bullshit. Um, Sesame Street is stepping up and confronting the issue, which is pretty fucking awesome. They're partnering with CNN. So if you have access to that, you will be able to talk to the se- you'll be able to watch the Sesame Street gang in a town hall hall address these issues they did it for the covid-19 lockdowns sesame street has always that it was its foundation was as an anti-racism movement and what blows my mind is that there are so many people that miss that so many people in my generation who sat there with fucking sesame street and goddamn mr rogers rest his sweet soul and missed the point you know what's wrong I- What's blowing my mind is something that you posted earlier today. Um, oh, is Logan Paul? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Logan Paul is, you know, t- is admitting that he's a dick and he only gets away with ha- 90% of the shit he gets away with. He said 50. I'm going to call him out on that and say 90% of his bullshit because he's a white kid. He actually, you know, took some accountability and and said some meaningful things. and what timeline is this and there's a follow-up to this 
Pat Robertson. Wait, what? Pat Robertson criticized Trump. Probably about the fucking... Oh. Televangelist Pat Robertson scolded President Donald Trump on Tuesday over his threat to send the U.S. military into American cities to control civil unrest. Quote, You just don't do that, Mr. President. It isn't cool. In comments posted online by Right Wing Watch, Robertson also called out Trump for getting the tone all wrong in dealing with the people protesting against racial injustice in the wake of the police killing of George Floyd. Quote, you know, there's a purpose to everything under heaven, you read in the Bible, and there's a time, he said. And I think that, and I think like now is the time to say, I understand your pain. I want to comfort you. I think it's time we love each other. This is the same Pat Robertson with the history of extremist and homophobic comments. Given that Robertson is usually to be found on the far right, his criticism of Trump caused a stir on social media. <laughs> the first tweet is in the story we're going to link. States, uh, you've all been asking who the leader of Antifa is, and boy, I, have I got a plot twist. And it's, you know, I'm not ready for woke Pat Robertson. Nobody is ready for woke Pat Robertson. There was, and we're going to point, I'm going to at least find the, Twitter link to it, um, to so you get everything together. But there was a woman that was on TikTok, which TikTok really does go through and feeds Twitter for what they do. But mm -hmm. this woman just went off on um, people that are say Black Lives Matter, but they're also homophobic. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I mean, Black Lives Matter. That means all lives, not just the all Black Lives Matter. Not just the cisgender lives, not just the straight lives. All black lives matter. It's not a just uh, breaking it up. No. Um, she went off. Um, I've, I know I posted that onto our Facebook page, but also post that to our notes. Um, because the way that the TikTok stuff goes through on Twitter, they like only blink the name of the TikToker like at the very end. So it's a pain in the neck to always find. On I don't tick or talk. So one day we'll we'll get a TikTok ranter to represent us and just here's the rant. Go. Uh, not me. Um, <laughs> we're also in the timeline where Jim Mattis calls out Trump and defends the protesters. And the I mean, one of the secretaries of defense went, nah, bro. And also. <clears throat> um, oh, no, Coda. Bad. That's our our bus line. They've been they've been delivering cops. Gross. So um, I want to bring this up a little bit because, as we mentioned, the world's not just burning in the United States. Um, it's also the, Australia is a lot of dealing with a lot of this shit, too. Yeah, well, um, everywhere, everywhere there are black people that have been pushed aside or, you know, indigenous people that have been pushed aside by fucking white people. There's institutionalized racism. But yes, um, producer Vanessa is in Australia. And she provided us with some inside information. So, yep, uh, because like United States, uh, black people and, the, and Aboriginal people uh, dying in custody. Um, A lot. Aboriginal man said, "I can't breathe" twelve times before he died while being restrained by five guards in a Sydney jail. Five guards. And it's videotaped. We'll be putting the link up, too, because... With content warnings, because Jesus Christ, none of this is good. Yeah, none of this is good. I feel like I have the content warning everything. Content warning. This entire podcast is about things that are shitty. Yeah. Except for, you know, LeBron James and John Boyega and LeVar Burton and 
everybody who has basically said, no, no, we don't care anymore. We are tired of being quiet. We are tired. Well, some of them have never really quit being outspoken like but, LeBron. That's kind of part of his his thing is see, not taking shit. See, the way that I see LeBron with not taking shit in general is like he doesn't pinpoint individuals that he's not taking shit from. He's basically not taking shit for the whole cloth. So, yeah, it's, you know, society as a whole has no shit that LeBron wants. Right. But, but this was like, he's literally, the king has pointed to Drew Brees and said, what the fuck? Yeah, but the the most recent murder, the gentleman's name was David Dungay. Um, it, there was a, there is a Go was a GoFundMe is a GoFundMe. We're gonna put the link. Yep, um, there was a GoFundMe, and we're gonna try to collate a bunch of links for to donate, so you know where to start. Um, at least with the bail project in your area. Um, but it was set to ten thousand dollars last week, and it was struggling to get funds. And I am I haven't clicked the link, but I'm assuming it's a ridiculous number now because post um. Oh, $300,000 in the next article she shared in their headline. Um, he died in 2017 in the hands of corrections officers. In the wake of this international protest against police brutality, $300,000. Maybe they didn't get, to, maybe people in Australia didn't get to see what happened to him, but they did get to see George Floyd beg for his <coughs> life for eight minutes. And 46 seconds. There is a YouTube video that I believe is titled that. Um, I'm not going to share the link because it requires me to click on it. And I don't have the spoons right now to click on it. It's extremely distressing. I'm wondering if with the Ahmaud Aubrey shooting and uh, a Breonna Taylor uh, shootings. I'm wondering if more people are doing deep dives about what the fuck has been happening that hasn't been reported. And things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I'm and excited that Brianna Twit Taylor has now got an FBI investigation into what the fuck went wrong there. It, it spoilers everything. Shit. I mean, that was a big ass Custer, Fl- Custer Fluck right there. So <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to sleep in your own house while black. What the fuck? And yes, we are two white people, but we're just, the caucasity of our other white people of other white people is I can't. We we can't even apologize for it anymore because. <sighs> I'm whitey and I apologize doesn't cover it. <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm whitey and I apologize. And I'm doing what I can with what I've got to help make it right through helping organize support for the protests, getting funds directed in various di- in various places so that medics have supplies and protesters have water and sandwiches. Yeah, and snacks and things. Protein bars are great. If you're going to donate food, donate donate protein bars. You know, dry rations that are easily portable so that they can run and they have the energy to run. Um, sunblock should be um, physical and not chemical so that pepper spray doesn't interact with it in fantastically terrible ways. Um, we'll get a bunch of, as soon as I have everything collated, we will post to our blog and to our Patreon and to our Facebook page all of this, sh- all, you know, all of this shit to do all of the sorts of things you should collect or you know basic things um like goggles safety goggles 
because they'll help protect eyes against pepper spray. Yep. You know, it's, <clears throat> and I want to make sure that we take time to talk about some, I have some podcasts I want to talk about All that right. are germane to, to this. But yes, t- indigenous lives are, are being murdered. There are massive protests in Canada because of a, of a First Nations woman who was pushed off the balcony by the cops and she died. They're pretty upset about that, which they should be. Cops shouldn't be pushing people. Yeah, the Seattle, one of the Seattle protests that went off that started getting um, violent was police were basically infuriated by a pink umbrella. Yeah. Um, oh no. We'll be posting video of that because there's ground footage and rooftop footage of basically of a peaceful protest where the cops started the shit. Um, I, I live in the greater Columbus area. Every day, the police have started the shit. The protests um, have been peaceful. The cops start shit. And Columbus PD is disgusting, and 99% of them need to be fired. We can keep the rookies because we can teach them. But there, it's a, rookies under five years. There's also been cases of now cops kneeling, and then using that kneeling to trick protesters into... Letting their guard down. And then tear gassing, pepper spraying, and subduing. So all cops are bastards. Yes, and slimy bastards. Um, it's Police. a cute photo op, the kneeling. It's mm-hmm. cute. It's, it's feel good. But when it's bookended by you beating, shooting, and gassing protesters, it don't mean shit. You know what I've learned about the whole entire thing that's going on? Rubber Cops. bullets. Yeah, they're huge. Well, I, I knew that they were huge, but I didn't know the whole thing that they were supposed to be shooting them at the ground. The thing, the, diam- the diameter of a goddamn silver dollar or bigger. It's huge. And it's like four inches long. So it's like a little chubby dick. <laughs> And yeah, you, you can't fire that at directly at someone. People and have, have already it lost not eyes. Be horrible. People have lost eyes. It's they hit with such impact that I mean they're causing. Um, there's a technical term for what the skin is doing, but basically they're ex- they're they're causing lacerate, massive skin trauma to the to the skin where they impact, causing bleeding. Ca- I'm sure everybody has seen at least one picture of a protester that's been shot by a rubber or wooden bullet. Yeah, there's wooden ones too, and those are additional bullshit. Um, yeah, hundreds march and also with going through the links that Nessa sent us of Nessa sent us is um, hundreds march in Sydney to protest the indigenous deaths and George Floyd killings. So yes. this was uh, Tuesday, June 2nd in Australia. <laughs> So um, hundreds of people marched Sydney on Tuesday chanting Black Lives Matter and protesting against indigenous deaths in the custody of Australia and the killing of George Floyd in the United States. Um, wherever you are in the world and you're listening to this, do what you can to help support these protesters. It's... I don't know what the laws are everywhere else, but do what you can. Um, I want to just, before we go into the podcast part of it and I wanted to go into the podcast part. I just want to bring up one other story that's come up with that I really enjoyed about. Um, His name is Raul Dubai. Um, This happened in D.C. 
um, while the police were trying to go through, while the police were trying to go through and um, get people pounded and like quartered off into like a narrow street, what he did when they were going down his street, he opened his door up and let 60 to 70 protesters into his home to get away from the cops who, for people that were just trying to get home so they didn't break curfew. Yeah, um, cops have been doing this thing, it's called kettling, basically, um, which is a lot more friendly than saying, herds you in, they herd you into kill boxes so they can arrest you. And, you know, mass gas you and just in general be shitty shitty war criminals um but basically they slowly wind they they slowly round you up and pen round up protesters and pen them in an area and then either wait them out or just go in in a pincer ta- uh, pincer movement and take everybody out um it's gross the columbus pd is on tape actually hurting protesters both away groups both away from each other and groups into smaller and smaller areas Last night, they trapped a bunch of people on campus specifically to arrest them. So if you live in the area and you can get with pro- get with groups and set up a, a challenge and password so that you're not letting some rando into your house, um, you want to stay safe and not get murdered because there's opportunistic fucks out there and some white supremacists who might take out take the opportunity to take out a race traitor if you're white and you let them in. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, you stayed up all night. Um, basically every time the cops tried to infiltrate, um, he was able to be there to stop them from infiltrating. Um, he kept everyone safe and the, he only had two rules that he had to drop at 2 a.m. on everybody. One, stop thanking me. Two, stop asking me for my Venmo because he know he, he's a first generation Indian American. Um, he did what I hope anybody would have done in this situation. Um, even with the whole pandemic going on, you have to do what you can to save your fellow man. We don't need, especially with the pandemic, we don't need a bunch of people being tear gassed or pepper sprayed or flashbanged to death. And locked into cells or kept on the sidewalk like they're, Cincinnati is being vile as well. I, I am super embarrassed for Ohio right now because all of our major cities are being vile. I don't know about Dayton. I think Dayton is also being vile, which is dumb because everybody still there remembers the last time racial tensions boiled over and there's a literal divide in that city. You can tell. So the whole redlining thing is still blatantly obvious. Um, redlining is hurting uh, black people into specific districts that are you know, less desirable and uh, basically it's the wrong side of town or the rough side of town. It's where all the low income housing is. Yep. (laughs) Here's your second class citizen ghetto. Every, I feel that every city has some sort of redlining. Um, Yeah, because every city mostly predates abolition. I remember when I, when my family was moving to Baton Rouge, um, me and my mom went ahead for everybody else so we could get a, a house to rent so everybody would know where to move all of our shit, basically. Um, and we had to go through and use a rental service to mm-hmm. try to find a place because their want ads or like their, their classifieds had nothing. 
um, because everybody used these services. And we went to one service and they were like, all right, well, this section has all the college kids from LSU um, and you don't want to go north of Florida Boulevard because um, that's where all the black people are. And I was like, oh, really? Do we have to be like this? And I'm learning because of this, as much as I shit on my own lack of identity and things of that nature, I really noticed things in my past of like, I was already saying that shit is fucked up. And I remember blatantly thinking that shit's fucked up, that you're literally saying this is where the black people live. Don't go there. The black people are there. That's disgusting. And yep. I need to go take a second shower. I feel dirty. Um, All right. Podcasts. Yes. If you want to start educating yourself without exhausting your black friends, um, I would like to recommend the following podcast. Um, Historically Black. It's by APM Reports in the Washington Post. So there was money to throw into the research. Also, uh, In the Dark, Season 2, which deals with the Curtis Flowers case and systemic racism in a small town in the South. Um, he has been tried six times for the same crime. Six times. He just recently went to the Supreme Court and they went, and yeah, something shady, do it again. But don't put him in jail. He is free on bond. So it's, he's free for the first time in a long time. Free-ish. And he had to move out of town. He had to leave his hometown for his own safety. Um, and then they're doing a special report on how COVID-19 is, is affecting the Mississippi Delta. So they're, you know, intersectional. This is how poor people are suffering with this pandemic, which goes into a lot of cool shit, a lot of fascinating shit like... Uh, you know, the intersectionality of poverty and blackness and health. And Ohio is Ohio's uh, state Senate. I think we call it a Senate. I don't I don't remember. And I cannot be arsed to look it up right now because I'm mad at most of them. Uh, oh, wasn't that the, uh, not the one who fucking tried to, who, who restrained a cop who was abusing a protester? No, she's a she's a goddamn queen. No, no, I was, it was more the fact that when you mentioned Ohio and, try, and politics, the woman that, the Ohio congresswoman that got pepper sprayed. Yeah, she was stopping a cop. She got up in a cop's face because that cop was doing something shitty. And he maced her. He also maced a city council member in the same moment. So that cop, super fucked up. Yeah, this, she's a little old woman. Bless her. Um, we, we will have her name. Um, but yeah, she took pepper spray to the face. It's probably not the first time she's been at a civil, as a, at a, at a civil disobedience demonstration and been brutalized by a cop because old enough. Um, I hope that's not the case, but Ohio is our, our legislative body and a, a representative from Akron is, has put this forth, trying to get racism declared a public health crisis. And it absolutely needs to, there is. So much I could go into. I could spend hours talking about, just from my own basic research, how poverty and systemic racism when it comes to housing and job opportunities and education and, you know, all of these things and the police brutality and generational trauma and lack of access to mental health care and toxic masculinity and just everything is this horrible stew of 
exhaustion. And the Black experience is terrifying. I don't know how they live. I don't know how they survive. Also, it just reminded me that um, a New York State Senator, uh, Zenor Myrie, a Democrat from Brooklyn, of course, Black, um, he was also pepper sprayed by police during a protest. What the fuck? Do cops not recognize their employers? I'm going to be honest. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently all they see is Black people. I'm gonna be. I will be honest. In this case, when it comes down to state representatives and things like that, I wouldn't be able to pick them out a lineup, black or white or brown or whatever color they are, um, because you're not generally in charge of keeping them safe. True. You would think the police in the state capital would know the very important people who work there in the fancy building that they're in and around all damn day. You know, you you think there'd be a little handout that says, "Okay, these black people don't don't do bad things to them. Be nice how, in front of them." How Just about out of self-preservation? Nice I mean, be nice to all black people. Period. Let's not let's be nice to all black. Let's not be <laughs> war criminals to all black people. But you would think that in the state capital, you would make sure that if you were gonna brutalize black people, you would do it absolutely out of the range of. It, t- the state legislature or the city council, you know, the people in charge of telling the mayor to pay you. But, you know, that's asking too much. That's asking them to look past black person. I'm really, re- I've never been a fan of Columbus PD, but they're disgusting. They oh, were. by the way, just to let people know, um, I'm not talking a lot about Boston. Um, I already talked about Boston. Um, not here, but on our Twitter, um, someone that was live at the protests um, broke down the the shit that happened there, and I did a um a basically a tweet surge of the whole entire thing over on our Twitter. Um, because <clears throat> as much as I like where I live, we're not angels either, yeah. and as much as that they're trying to go through and say. This is bad. This is wrong. Well, Marty Walsh, Governor Baker, you need to get off your asses and actually do something. So, okay. In Columbus area, one more story, and then I'll tell you about Uncivil and Uppity Negress podcast. Those are my last two recommendations. Listen to them. Learn some shit, white people. There are people, there's information out there for you to learn, and you can even learn it passively through your ear holes. You're, you're probably still in quarantine. And you need something new to listen to anyway. Binge those podcasts. They're all amazing. Um, I've learned a ton. But th- this is how widespread everything is. It's a little town near where I live. My little town. Which I haven't heard of us having a protest. But then I've been working. And if we had one, I would try to be down there. Because it's Sunbury. And I live here. <laughs> this is my shitty little town that I'm from. And I love it. And I want it to be the best little town it can be. Uh, but little ta- one town over is the city of Westerville. Westerville is about as non-confrontational as your average nice little old lady. You know, they're middle class, little upper middle class. They're they have they're a college town. They're very mild. Uh, the people from Westerville are just nice and caring and sweet and compassionate. And you never hear about the Westerville police doing violent things. Never. In fact, the last time I heard the Westerville police 
in a story. It was the fact it was because two of them were shot in the line of duty responding to a domestic violence incident. That is the last time that was a couple years ago. And that's the last time I remember hearing anything about the Westerville PD. And, you know, I stalk them and everything, everybody else. I stalk all the local news on Facebook. They're protesting. There was a a demonstration out in front of police headquarters with the police involved. The cops knew they were going to be there. That's how, you know, big and important this is. That the sleepiest town in the suburbs had a protest. All of the suburbs. There were feeds tonight from all of them. I think from Upper Arlington and uh, Grove City and Reynoldsburg and Westerville. And I don't know if Worthington has had one. They might be too rich and white. Um, Also, that fucker who's in charge of the Daily Stormer lives there. Or his dad lives there. So I don't know what's going on with that town. That may be where all the racists live. Don't quote me. But those cops are assholes. Um, They will pull you over for for one mile over the speed limit if they don't recognize you as being from that town. They know cars. <laughs> they know the, the town's cars. It's weird. They're a little creepy. Um, some good restaurants, though. Um, one thing that's been happening, which I, while I was looking for my thing for the Boston thing, um, this is gross, but things are helping to get rid of these people anyway. There was something going on called the George Floyd Challenge. Oh, that. That's disgusting. Yeah, is that the one where it's just gross white boys kneeling on each other? Pretty much. Um, there's, according to Vice, or I'm sure, it's according to Heavy.com, um, the, it has already led to arrests um, in the UK. It looks like um, one of the one of the students said that his account was hacked. Uh, bullshit. Um, and um, he was uh, he his college is looking into it. Um, Minnesota construction firm fires workers who took part in the George Floyd challenge. Uh, yeah, so people are being um, shady as fuck, and people that do this type of thing suck. Um, yeah. Uh, See, white people are being super white, and it's super annoying. High school um, seniors in Missouri lost their college admission for participating. God, so, fuck them. Missouri was actually a Confederate state. Just so everybody remembers, they're the South. And um, I saw one of them that said the kid was getting ready to go into the U.S. Air Force and um, someone tied the Air Force in it. So, And they went, this is not good. <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah. Um, She's good. I linked the, the eight minutes and 46 seconds thing um, under spoilers tag on the feed and Discord because, yikes, I don't have the spoons for it. But yeah, um, this is a shitty media blackout sort of thing. We should probably lead off with the podcast. You know, first and foremost, we need to be listening to black people. We need to be listening to black women because they have it shittier. Um, because you know they have all the negative modifiers, and we need to we need to hush. We were hoping or we were hoping to get some black voices for tonight, but. We didn't want you to think we were ignoring this. And we did, this actually came about last minute in regards to our programming. We actually had something completely different planned. Like we mentioned, this was going to be about Pride. We had a guest that was talking about um, LGBTQ history issues. They will be on next week because we still sh- should go through and do that, even if the world is burning. 
um, because that's also important issues. Stonewall mm-hmm. was a riot, so we got to remember that during these times, too. If it wasn't for black women, we wouldn't, queer black women, we would not have pride. So, yes, black um, lives matter more than white lives because most of the awesome shit that we appreciate that we have now is because black people were tired of being treated like shit. All right. I think we should go and through the cops. I think because uh, we should go through and wrap things up. I just want to end my own thing by saying, hey, white people, stop quoting Dr. King. Quote it correctly. No, don't quote it at all. Yeah, also, don't quote it at all. Also, go read the fucking autobiography of Malcolm X. And their eyes were watching God. There's a ton of awesome shit you can read to educate yourself. Support, so, support black businesses, restaurants, anything you can during this. Authors. Everything, yeah. Black independent bookstores that'll ship to you are a great place to buy black authors to educate yourself on some shit. So, you're stuck in the house anyway, learn. If you're not out protesting or out helping for the protesting, you're stuck in the house, do what you can to learn. Um, yes, because we, a- can't, we can't win if we're not educated as to what we're fighting. We're what we're doing out here right now. Uh, this is me using my voice because this is the only thing that I could personally do on my aspect of things. Um, however, Black Lives Matter, period. I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter, support your bail fund, um, feed the protesters. All the links will be in our show notes. That being said, my name is Bill. I'm Noel and 1312. Craig, get out. Craig, get out. Bye, bot. My Discord's not cooperating. I see that we have a problem. Our fantastic fantastic outro. At this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division, network system point two. Called the one, the neo, the novice, the noose. Rick Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of state to take. Gonna take, making model, which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me. Give it up with the reloaded messaging. Look it down between the test and blessing. Train of lyrics, let me reverse to raise the solemn spirits. Getting weary of the revelation theory. Fabrications constructed from peaceful memory. Comparisons between the old stand by queries. Fragmented delusions made up like you don't hear me. Before descending into hell's traces, we can't replace this EMP's ready to be unleashed Nebuchadnezzar slipstreaming like a beast Oracles architecting a congregated feast String them up like a martyr and will no peace Plot of pointers, don't see the message Two pissies, look at the cameras, judgmental dresses The siblings cry to what could only be an epic But this won't be regarded, cause their hands pack it Machines pouring in, guns blazing, Zion needs saving, humanity crazy, on us, we can blame it, life on two, babies wasted, human embryos in a slave ship, in a slave ship, put down to the words, their bones, 
getting bloated. They gassed and they show it. Well, time to get reloaded. More Sonic than Neo and me and Alpha come and take this. And make this so colorful, you think this was Animatrix. When you hear this style, yeah, you best go ahead and take a whiff. Because once we're done, you feel more blending than Agent Smith. Business by day, hacker by night, party mullet time. Slow it down before you stop. Tried to take it, the world was fakeish. Back in time, the machines had made this. Even if the world could get no faker, we got a crew. Morpheus, Trinity, and the Keymaker. Never fail to neglect through all the fun. There will always be a chosen one. If you got a high rank diploma, I'll disable you even if I fall into a coma. Coma. Son, Holy Ghost. Resign.